0: Welcome to the Be Real podcast. I am your host, Diana Gasparoni. I am a visionary psychotherapist, CEO, and founder of Be Well Psychotherapy and Be Her programs. Along with my amazing co-hosts, Anisha Salisbury and Divya Robin, each week we will talk about the journey of mental health wellness. We will talk about why your mental health is just as important as your physical health and the connection that being mentally well has on all areas of your life. We will be interviewing psychotherapists from various disciplines and schools of thought, doctors from both eastern and western disciplines, authors, change makers, thought leaders, and more. Our mission is to bring you information that is both thought-provoking and encourages you to look closer at your mental and emotional well-being. We will give you tips and insights to taking the next steps or if you have already gotten in the door to go deeper. Each week we are going to have real conversations helping you work through your mental wellness questions, reminding you that you are not alone. Mental health is my passion. I practice what I preach. I know that the struggle is real. It is our mission to touch as many souls as we can with this content, leading you to a place of mental clarity and well-being. So for the next hour, let's work together and look underneath the surface and get real. Hello, and welcome back to Be Real. I am back to being your host, Diana Gasparoni, and you should toss the ball back to me this week. This week on our show, we are super excited. We have another friend of mine and colleague, Sean Grover. Uh, Sean's an LCSW, and he has one of the largest group therapy practices, like group, group, groupity group, like running groups practices in the country. So we we're super excited to talk to him. Yeah, we learned a lot about group. And now that we are home, working from home in during a crisis, it was nice to be reminded that that uh, modality exists and being around other people and emotionally connected way was really exciting for me. What did you think, Anisha? Well, for me, um, I have
1: been a part of a group before. Um, Mm -hmm. It was an eight-week group, right? (laughs) It's very different because I knew that there was an end date. You know, Sean runs a lot of groups where there are no end dates. So just to think about like, what that feels like. And could I tolerate the feeling of knowing that this is just going to continue and continue and continue? I think it could be really cool to know that um, I have this group of people who are here for me, right? And they'll continue to be here for me as long as I want to stay in the group. Yeah, I think that part is really
0: cool about group. Yeah, it's not, it like becomes an extension of your family maybe, like a family that you create for yourself. Well, yeah, it has, it's cool. It is cool. I'm still working through and I'll let you guys all listen to it. My little bit of envy about how Sean and Nisha hit it off. Just a little bit, a little bit. I was... (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my god, this episode. What <laughs> <a> is <laughs> the the cute banter was going back and forth. I mean, it was the cutest date for two married people that I've ever seen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I really hope that you enjoy everything about this episode. We had a lot of fun. Our guest, Sean Grover, is a psychotherapist and author with over 25 years experience leading therapy groups and working with parents. Sean's parenting book, When Kids Call the Shots, How to Seize Control of Your Darling Bully and Enjoy parenting again was named best new nonfiction from publishers weekly and has also been published in chinese korean and russian Sean's psychotherapy today parenting blog has gathered three and a half million readers and he has been he's been a featured guest on the today show he may be our most famous guest so far he's uh he's awesome so i hope that you enjoy it yeah have a listen During
1: this time of COVID-19, we want to remind you to be patient and breathe. If you notice that you are having trouble sleeping or concentrating, that is natural under these circumstances. We all need a minute to adjust. However, if you are feeling overwhelmed, extremely anxious, or the isolation is too much, now may be the time to connect with a therapist. If you are in the New York area, please reach out to BeWellPsychotherapy.com And if outside the area, please connect to a therapist near you. Again, if you're in the New York area, please contact BeWellPsychotherapy.com. Now, back to our show.
0: Hello, and welcome back to Be Real. So I'm here today with Hi, girl, Adnisha. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Adnisha, good morning. And my good friend, Sean Grover. So I'm super excited that Sean is here with us this morning. We're going to talk a little bit about, a lot of it, about group therapy, group therapy online, on Zoom, on video. Then we're going to see where the conversation goes. So uh, Sean, good morning.
2: Good morning. Hello, Anisha. Hello, Diana. I'm going to do my best to be real with you both. (laughs)
0: One thing I can honestly say, Sean, is I was super excited because never are you not real. So this is going to be amazing. (laughs) Real and honest and open. And yeah. So I was super excited when you said yes. Normally when we get started, Anisha is prepared with all the questions. So I'm going to let her start because she's going to get to know you because she hasn't met you yet.
2: (laughs) All right.
1: So um, I'm super excited because I've done a little group therapy. However, I mainly do individual. So I'm super excited to hear more about your work. I think we should just get started with you sharing a little bit with our listeners about who you are and what
2: you do. Why
1: don't we start there?
2: Okay, Anisha, this feels like a blind date. We don't really know each other.
0: (laughs) Diana and I go way back, but
2: you and I this is, I, I'm, and I am going to be a
0: voyeur on this blind date. Don't worry. Yes. I got you, Sean. I'm like your wing Okay, here. good.
2: I got I feel you. Like I, I already feel like I had to. We go answer? back 10
0: minutes,
1: Sean. Come on. <laughs> we got 10 minutes in the game. Come on.
2: Okay. Uh, so my name is Sean Grover. I'm a father, an author, a psychotherapist, a human being, and an advocate for the power of group. Group therapy is my life. I really think group is so misunderstood and so underutilized. And I'm really excited to talk with you girls about it.
0: I'm gonna jump right in and talk about how, cause I agree with you. I think that group is underutilized and I personally know the power of group. So can you tell me a little bit more about that? Just that thought?
2: Okay, well, group, you know, group, essentially we focus on relationships, individual mm-hmm. therapy, It's all about you. It's about your history, your family, your internal processes. But group, we don't care so much about that. We really want to look at what happens in the space between you and another person. Now, the difficulty with individual therapy is that you get reports. People tell you what happened and what was said to them. And there's always this little germ of a thought, is this accurate? Am I getting an accurate depiction of what? Are they really always a victim? Are they really always the outsider? Are they really always misunderstood? I don't really know. But in a group, rather than a report, you get a live demonstration. So all these social misfires, and mostly they are social misfires that I see from people. They are their own worst enemy socially, but don't know it. In group, I can see it. If they're a terrible listener, if they interrupt a lot if they're narcissistic, no wonder they're not doing well. And then the last thing about group is it gives you a place to practice. An individual, you may coach someone, but you're not there when they make those groups. You can't say, hey, hold it on, hold it hold it right there. I don't get the feeling you're listening. You're not really with them in the moment. And that, you know, the here and now, as you know, Diana, that's where all <laughs> the growth happens.
0: It's true. It is where the growth happens. Anisha, what's your been your experience with group?
1: I have been in a group or. And I have run a group before. So for me, in groups, I I also feel like I get to know people in a different way when I was Mm -hmm. in the group. And I think I also got to know myself in a different way because I was able to deal with the feelings that I was having in the room with that person. So I've only been in a process group, right? So we're only dealing with what's going on in the room. And I think for some people that's really hard because they want to bring in like their partner, their friend, their mom, right? Because that's what they do individually, they bring in everyone into the room. But right then and there, you're just only dealing with the people in the room. And I think for me, I really loved it. Like I was totally cool with it, but I could see a lot of people struggle. Because I feel like they didn't want it to be about them. They wanted to be able to kind of talk about all the other things and not kind of deal with
0: what was going on in the moment. Right. Like when Sean said, are they always a victim? Right. Like You can kind of see that in group. And Sean, can you speak a little bit more about when you said like the space in between, like when you it was so nicely put, like you do like there's that space. It's, um, it's not a physical space, but there's an emotional space in That's between right. people that needs to be filled in.
2: That's right. And and you can't see that in an in individual. The, the, I'm always astonished when I take someone from individual and put them in group. Well, just to give you an example, there was a, uh, a guy I saw who was a sort of Wall Street guy. He was very handsome and very charismatic and i look forward to the sessions you know diana when you look in your book and you're like oh yeah this one's coming (laughs) this is gonna be a good good day yeah and so we would we would hang out and he would talk and and i couldn't figure out why on earth can't he sustain a relationship he seemed to have it all as far as i was concerned so I dragged him into a group. Almost no one wants to join a group. It's very rare you get a call that someone's like, "I want to join a group of strangers and reveal my most deepest insecurities." Um,
0: <laughs> I can't so believe you, you don't get that phone call like seventeen times a day. I don't get that day. call. I
2: have, to, I have hostages. They're all hostages when it's, they start a group. But I, I told them, "Look, I can't. You're wasting your money. I mean, I'm enjoying your money. I'm paying for my summer rental, but." <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we are going to really grow. So put them in a group. And I have to tell you, Dinah, and, and, and Anisha, I, I hope our date's going well, by the way. It is. <laughs> okay, good. I'm interested. Um, I'm so interested
1: in you. <laughs>
2: I
0: can <laughs> set a date ready.
2: It, I'm so happy this isn't video. I'm so
0: happy. Um, she's, lining, she's looking in her calendar right now and lining it up, making sure that there's room for you, Sean. Go ahead.
2: Oh, good. Whew, bachelor number one. So, um, so I put Arthur, that's not his real name. I made that up, but in the group. And honestly, within 10 minutes, I was horrified by (laughs) what I saw. He, when he became anxious, socially, he became very wooden. When he became very wooden, he seemed very inauthentic. And then when he talked. He came off as very arrogant. All this was a defense against his insecurities. Then I noticed that when he talked to men, like I was his therapist and I'm a guy, he was very natural. We were chums. We were hanging out together. When he talked to women, he became completely a different person. And the women in the group started off really excited when he had joined. And one woman said to him, the more you talk, the less I'm interested. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Ooh. So he he was totally unaware that his anxieties with women was turning him into this kind of coming off as sort of an arrogant wooden person. And no matter how good looking he was, he became less and less attractive. I could never have known that in individual therapy.
0: Right. You can't. You do get to see such a full scope of the person when you put them into a group. I know I'm when you're talking about that person, I Ran. I don't have any groups running right now, but when I ran, I had a long-term process group. And when I put Bobby, not his real name, into a process group, we were able. I had a sense, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure. And when we put him in there, I was like, "Oh my goodness, he doesn't. He, there's there's no room for anybody else to breathe in that." The women in the group were very supportive, and he happened to be very very funny. So he would. They he was entertaining, and then um, the women in the group really helped him, and he blossomed. I mean, he
2: was absolutely uh, right.
0: I I just watching him grow was amazing
2: because he had a place to practice. Yeah, and he had you there to guide him, and you could stop him mid sentence and redirect him, and then Mm -hmm. he could develop those abilities to be more attuned, more uh, more in touch emotionally with the person he's talking to, a better listener but you have to be able to hit the pause button with people uh and that's so what group allows us Sean, to do
1: do you i'm sorry do you see that your clients are open to the criticism from other people in the group or are they just open to it from you well, no, what wait, is that
2: first, like well yeah first of all we're never going to use that word get rid of that right, word yeah, yeah, right yeah not criticism yeah. observations we're, not gonna, they're we're observations and feedback you are right, right? yeah We're all under the same contract, which is to put your thoughts and feelings into words while you're having them toward another person in an effort to understand yourself and that person better. We all have the same contract, including me. So if someone feels that I'm not listening or I work with a lot of teenagers and they'll know when I'm spaced out. um, (laughs) Teenagers
0: call you out on everything.
2: Everything. I'm a member of that group and also a leader. Once you create an atmosphere of growth, and that everyone's on the same team, even difficult information or unfortunate, you know, things you don't want to know about yourself, even those come across as helpful rather than just criticisms. But we do have to, you know, people who come from like abusive parents or critical, uh, you know, parents, then you want to be super careful about that and make it, you know, comfortable for them. But we, we'd never, uh, we always had to be on guard about, a group becoming toxic because groups can really turn toxic if they're about criticism or competition, and all that stuff.
0: In the criticism, Nisha, if we turn that into if you're making sure that there's no attacking and that there's somebody in the room that can identify the attack, whoever is the attacker, be able to reframe what they're saying. And that keeps that when you can get that progression going, you see the growth in that person and also the growth in whoever they're working with because they're also. They have to be able to identify what happened and put it into words. It is beautiful to watch
2: for, for sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> and the, the leader really acts as an insulator, you know? So the minute some, some, you, you sense that someone's getting overwhelmed or stimulated, or something, you you jump right in there. You freeze that moment. And, and often I'll say, hey, wait a minute. Is this what happens in life? People feel so free to criticize you in life. That must be horrible. You know, so we really everything that happens in that room, that's another golden rule about group. If it happens in group, it happens in life. You don't come to group and just become a different person. You come and demonstrate the person you are socially.
0: I love that. What it what happens in group happens in life. It's that's not like right. what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. It's like what <laughs> happens
2: It's like totally
0: different. It's like what happens in group happens in life.
2: That's right. That's right. That's
0: the power of group. I know. How do you decide who goes into what group, Sean?
2: Well, first I have to like them, you know, I, sure. you get to a point as a therapist that if I really can't stand someone, I shouldn't be their therapist. Right. You know, so someone's like a, a raging narcissist. He, he group is not going to be really effective with him. If someone is a psychopath, no way is that person <laughs> going into a group. And I've had a few of those and boy, oh boy, oh. I, and I'm actually, you know, psychopaths are really great at camouflaging. Uh, so you put them in a group. And then by the second group, I had a guy who said, uh, he was sort of quiet guy. And then everyone said, hey, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, I had a little fun with my friends. And well, what did you do? Oh, no, you're going to judge me. No, no, we're, we're just getting to know you. And he's like, all right, well, we stole a car, uh, <laughs> you know, filled up, bought liquor with the credit cards in the car, had some fun. And at the end of the night, we set it on fire. So I'm oh, sitting okay. there <laughs> sitting there like, oh, my God, how do I get him out of this group immediately? Because instantly, everyone's afraid, everyone's right. uncomfortable, and the safety of the group has been violated. Those kind of people you can't always spot. But the minute they expose themselves, they got to go any way possible. And not in, not in an aggressive way, but we're just going to help them find a better, more effective treatment than group. Yeah. There's
0: a little individual work that needs to be done. And sometimes individual yeah. work you have to do in order to be able to tolerate being in a group.
2: That's right. Yeah. They recommend the gold standard is two years, two years individual, but I don't think that's really necessary. It's more based on the character of the person.
0: Yeah, and for they're, sure. They're,
2: they're, yeah,
0: I'm in agreement so, you, that you don't necessarily need the two-year insulation. I've heard that rule. <laughs> yeah, we can throw that out. Those are the old timers. <laughs> Those are the old timers. We can just throw. We just like put them in there and see what happens.
2: Yeah, I have people in group who've never been an individual, but their their personality and their commitment to their own growth they fit perfectly in. You know, so you really, it's it's not one size fits all, right? For sure. And, and it, Anisha, so, did I lose you somewhere? Getting out she's here. trying
0: to ask you a question. No, I'm.
2: Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> okay. but, uh-uh. but, I keep, but but we're we are a small group, and I keep um, jumping over her. So go ahead. That's okay. No, I think that you already answered the question because I was going to
1: ask you, do you, uh, do you think it's okay for people to jump right into a group and not have individual? And
2: so you had already answered it. So yeah, that's fine. That's right. Depending on the personality of the person really.
0: Now your groups are, they go on forever. There's oh, no God, end. Yes.
2: <laughs> that's so true. It's so terrifying. <laughs>
0: but, <laughs> um, but that's kind of a wonderful thing. Like how long is your longest standing group?
2: Oh my groups? Yeah. Uh I think uh I think I started my my first group was 1995. Damn, and that group that a, a version A version of that group is still existing. Wow. Um uh, I mean I, I it's so funny there's a young woman she's about uh 31 she just graduated from Columbia with her masters in social work she got a scholarship I'm so proud of her. And someone in the group uh on Wednesday said, "Hey, how long have you known Sean?" And she said Oh, fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but what that is so it, funny. <laughs> you know, what happens is that like a group becomes a substitute family. So a lot of people who don't have either don't have parents literally or don't have parents that are nurturing, they experience groups is so healing and mm-hmm. curative. She's been in and out of my group. Honestly, she took a break for college undergrad and then came back. If group of the group is a true growth experience, there's no reason to leave unless you feel you you've you've sort of maxed out. And then we'll have a gra- graduation for you, and we'll send you off, you know, in a good way. What's your graduation like? Uh, <laughs> well, that's a good question. Uh, usually, what, what Diana usually you said, like three months notice. Is that?
0: I think it's that, three months notice.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You, usually, you set a date. I'm graduating. Mm-hmm. Uh, May 15th. And then we do a long process of what group's been like and who you were when you started and who you are now, when you've gotten out of group. And, you know, it's all talk. We don't do anything. There's no, no No. one pops. No one jumps out of a cake or. No uh, cake.
0: Your thoughts and feelings still into words.
2: There's no cake. That's right. I did have someone who made chocolate chip cookies in my image. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's amazing. That was pretty, pretty (laughs) astonishing. And a little aggressive as they were a little aggressive. Bite, as they're biting my head off, but, um, <laughs> but normally it's all talk. It's all talk.
1: Do you ever have people who graduate and then want to re-enroll? <laughs> yes.
2: yes. Yes. They come back, but they, they change groups. Usually they have to go to a okay, different they group. They
0: change groups. Got it.
2: Yeah. Cause they can't jump in and out of a group. It's, it's, it's just not, it's not healthy. Plus the group changes and they change. And it's not the same group when you come back. Now, you run groups with teens and with adults. Aisha, I wrote your name and I'm I'm putting a heart around it. (laughs) I just realized, I'm like, why am I doing this? (laughs) I'm feeling Um, good about the second day.
0: I may be a little jealous, so I'm just going to hold my feelings back. <laughs> it, it will be, a, be a
2: video.
1: We won't get to meet it in
0: person, but. <laughs> exactly. The second date will be on video, but oh, I did want to. <laughs> no, <it's> bad news. <laughs> I wanted to know a little bit about your groups with teens and groups with with adults. Do your teens yes. ever leave, come back, and then become adult groups? members oh my gosh actually i yeah, mean i guess is, you answered that question with the fourth grade uh,
2: no they do they do transition in or they'll they'll go off to college and then come back i had a, a kid come back uh wiley came back the other day and he was facetiming me and i said wiley you're a man <laughs> he said, Yo. <laughs> you know, and so he uh you know he he joined one of the uh college age groups which are like uh early 20s kids trying to get out of their house or trying to have their own place or, you know, jumpstart their careers, you know, those groups, they bond. So those are the easiest groups to run. If people have a shared struggle, they, they adhere to each other very quickly. But the, the, the teen groups do some of the people hang around a long time and will, uh, my favorite story is this, this woman called me and she said, Oh, my son, Jonathan really loved talking to you. Uh, When you, when, when he was a, you know, a, I, you saw him for a year or two. Of course, I have no memory of who this person is. But I'm like... So I say, oh, Jonathan, yes. Jonathan, welcome back anytime. And she says, great. And we make an appointment. I said, by the way, how old is Jonathan now? And she says, 33. Oh, goodness. So, <laughs> and his mother is calling me for an appointment. And you can see how successful I was with Jonathan.
0: <laughs> but... Then... But he, she wanted to send him back. What I'm hearing, which I really love what I'm hearing, is that I can send a teenager. The teenager can then go through the teenage group, then yes. maybe go off to college, and then yes. join a college group with another yes. cohort of people, and then yes. continue and be in an adult group. So yeah. you can, you can and, mature in the group and with you, which is amazing.
2: Well, yeah. And, people and the family... Leave.
0: In the family, in the group and the family. And people
2: will leave the college group once they, say, so get married and have kids. And then years later, I'll get a call from them. And now they're in the adult group. These are people like with mortgages and, you know, divorced wives and <laughs> child custody. Like life is so much more complicated, so there's a group for them too. If they need, to, if they need to come back. Oh, that's wonderful!
1: What is it like to be with people in all these different stages
2: of their development? Well, the amazing thing is, I don't feel like I age at all. Uh <laughs> you don't, Sean? I really you, don't. I
0: don't think you've aged a day. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> nobody, you know, I think you're. You haven't aged a day.
2: Go ahead. It's it's stunning. And you know, there's there was one kid who came back who was such a sweetheart of a kid. He was a dancer, and I, I had these you know you know those your favorite patients all right let's just say it okay we have yeah. our favorite we, we all have it we all have yeah them. and yes, we do. Uh, he was like yes, my favorite do. patient and i often fantasize about adopting him and he'd be like the son i never had he came back and he had become an addict and he looked horrible he was he was about 28 and i have to tell you when he left the room i started to cry wow i was so upset and I, I, what happened in those 10 years, we didn't see each other, what, and, and devastated. Even today, I get choked up talking about it. So life can take you in so many different ways. So when kids come back, some, some kids who were addicts come back, there's a young woman who went to her, her wedding. Uh, she's a pediatrician. She was homeless. She was a heroin addict when we were working together. She turned her life around. And then other people who are sort of, you know, uh, real high achievers, something goes wrong and they, they go backwards, you know? So it's, it's always fascinating. I don't know who's going to walk through the door when they come back to visit. I always have my fingers crossed.
0: It's true. You don't, but it does. I love the story about the pediatrician. I mean, what a success story.
2: Yeah. She's really, yeah. She was, a uh, an intern with me for many years and, uh, she vanished when drugs got, you know, you know, drug. I mean, once a kid is doing a certain level of drugs, therapy is just useless. It's just so ineffective, you know, it
0: doesn't work talk a little bit about your intern program because I know that you can intern and be in your groups when you're teens, right? Shh,
2: don't tell anyone that. Oh, sh- Maybe shoot. Tully get me in trouble. All <laughs> the old timers <laughs> are going to yell
0: at me. You can't do that. I'm sorry. Uh, we have to take that out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, the, oh, the interns, the, the teen interns... Uh, they're generally teenagers that have an interest in being the psychologist or they're just have this sort of therapeutic personality. So often when they become an intern, they say they, they tend to be in groups that are slightly younger than them. So if they're in a high schooler, then they may co-lead a middle school group with me. If they're a college student, they may co-lead a high school group. The important thing is that they've been through their own group experience. They know the culture of group. They know the language of group. And with teenagers, if I can bring in a cool teenager who you know puts his thoughts and feelings into words and relates emotionally and is vulnerable they can't believe it it becomes such a role model for them and there's far less distance with them identifying with him than identifying with me so the interns really if I have a group who's struggling I always think I gotta get an intern in this group you know who do I have and I pay them and and some have gone on uh gone into the field you know
0: oh that's wonderful
2: that's such a nice what a
0: gift to be able to intern with you. Oh, that's nice to hear.
2: <laughs> that is.
0: It's a gift. It is a gift. You are a very talented group person as and that is a wonderful thing to be able to offer people. Um I had a, so many thoughts while you were talking. My list is the diversity in groups and also if we're ready <laughs> if we're ready to talk about what your groups look like today because I know that the today Zoom groups? the groups yeah. <laughs> the Zoom groups.
2: Zoom groups. Yeah. Today,
0: today they're different than they were a month ago, and um, good but God, yeah. what that transition was like, and and how how it's working. I mean, uh, I know Anisha has a lot of questions about um the interpersonal connection over Zoom, so I want to hear what you what that pivot was like for you.
2: All right, you want to jump into that? I do. All right, let's <laughs> jump
0: into that. Okay. I mean, good.
1: it's interesting as another therapist, right? Uh, who's always been kind of like scared away from group for whatever reason I don't know like it's it's growing on me as I listen to you more and more I this is kind of amazing <laughs> we'll,
2: we'll, we'll see what
0: happens when this is all yeah. and done. we're gonna I've, convert
2: you Anisha we're I know
0: I've encouraged I encouraged Anisha to join a group for years now I'm hoping that this is this is gonna help her make the flip Sean we're gonna mm, get her good
2: <laughs> all right date three you're joining one of my groups Ooh, oh. That's three.
0: A- <laughs> you know that and now you know that that's a lifetime commitment, right?
2: <laughs> like, like,
0: so from date 3, we we moved to lifetime. <laughs> we have like oh, a so senior true. group I'm going to be in that
2: too. <laughs> yeah, oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> so how it go Sean? How is the how how is well, Zooming?
2: Zooming, <laughs> I got to tell you, Hi Monkey. I got to tell you um You know, I'm not a tech guy. Most therapists aren't, you know, so tech for me, Diana, you ran programs in schools, right? Yeah. Back in the day. So did I. I. So tech for me was a beeper and a roll of quarters. Yeah. That was was technology. That is astonishing. (laughs) just astonishing <laughs> you know wow that beeper and roller quarters I could go anywhere I could go to Atlantic City yeah um pretty much so
0: and that's about I, as advanced as I've gotten to so I, I I'm with you
2: so I didn't know until an hour ago what a Skype handle was because uh, <laughs> Diana said hey what's your Skype handle meaning how much hipper she is than me and <laughs> with it so I had to I had to go to my computer and ask it. I had to ask Siri, what the hell is a Skype handle? <laughs> and she said, you're pathetic. I'm not telling you. But um, <laughs> I mean, I, it wasn't long ago, maybe years ago, someone said, hey, Sean, you should Google yourself. And I literally, I said this right. What's a Google? Google. <laughs> <laughs> so, And
0: then you Googled yourself and you're like, damn. That's I'm mean. like,
2: damn, <laughs> damn. People are reading this? Anyway, so the whole idea would. I thought, you know, I have one of the largest group therapy practices in the country. I got 10 weekly groups, 12 people in a group. I And so 70% of my income, I just thought it was over. I just was going to suspend my groups and figure out how to get by. And someone, uh, actually uh, the mother of a teenager said, hey, my women's group meets on Sky uh, on uh, Zoom. And I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah, and I love it. And I was like, you love it? You know, so and
0: then he texted me. <laughs> I did like, I text what about- you? You did. You said, well, yeah, "Can I use Zoom?" And I was like, "Go ahead."
2: <laughs> yeah, she gave me permission. All the big okay. life decisions, I text. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <enough>. Sorry, <start. laughs> big decision. Do you anyway. like these shoes? Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Go ahead. Move forward. Go on. You, you can buy, buy those, those. shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so I I went on Zoom, and I have to tell you, in the first I I didn't charge anyone the first week for Zoom, because. I was using a Chromebook and my voice was like in and out. My picture was freezing. I thought I can't charge for this. I am I don't want to charge people for learn for my time learning something technology. So uh,
0: <laughs> for
2: the learning curve. Yeah, learning curve. So the second group I upgraded to a nine-year-old MacBook, which for <laughs> me is, is advanced as we get in my house. And suddenly I gotta tell you, I was people were relating and talking because the relationships are there and built. And I, I remember the first Skype group. I I wasn't saying a lot because they were all so eager and happy to see each other. And also in that every group, someone's stuck somewhere else. So I have a woman in group who's in the Czech Republic right now. I have a bunch of people in in uh, Boston. They're stuck in up their upstate country house. Which I don't have an upstate country house. Apparently, everyone has a country house. Yeah, you find me. out who's got
0: a country house. <laughs>
2: yeah, no, we definitely no found house.
0: out who had a country house this, yeah. in the
2: past three weeks. There, there was some woman in my uh, in my building was always saying, "Oh, we're going to our country house. We're going to our country house," and I'd be like, well, ha, ha good for you." And then her son was in the elevator, and Brandon. I was like, Brandon. I was like, "She was. She's." St- I said, "Hey, where's your country house?" He says, "Queens." <laughs> 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 so
1: Leave <laughs> so, <laughs> it to the kids. They'll tell everything.
2: That's right. I bypass the adult, go right to the <laughs> I mean, source. <laughs> but the Zoom so I, I was I've been slowly converted. And then the second group I ran, every group, first of all, every group except the college age groups has someone who has uh, the virus.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: So uh, the second group I ran, there was a, a a father who was laying in bed with a laptop propped up on his lap, wheezing away, and the whole group was devastated and talking to him and talk. At one point, his son came in because the computer he was having trouble with the sound and and turned the sound up for him. He texted me after that group and said, "You that saved my life. I've been staring at walls for ten oh. days." So suddenly i am in i am in this is it's not as good as in person but in terms of uh being present and being with people where they are and keeping those relationships those healthy relationships alive and functioning the technology works i can't believe i'm saying this it works
1: (laughs) right that's what i think about like it's not the ideal thing that's not what we really want but it still is essential right it's still the ritual it's still the social connection they're still That's interacting right. with each other, right? Like, so they need that sense of normalcy and you're continuing to give it to them. Even when <laughs> you thought like, okay, this is not going to work. It, it worked.
2: It worked. The power group is always a lot, uh, group is a lot smarter than I am. You know, my limited thinking think- sees uh, limitations and like problems, but the group. The dynamic itself is so powerful that it transcends a lot of these difficulties. And, you know, let's really look at what we're going through right now. Right. September 11th. Diana, you were in New York for that, right?
0: I sure was.
2: That's right. New York. turned. I was in New a- York, too. Oh, Oh, Anisha, I thought you were too young. I thought you were like. No, uh, no, you sound so
0: good. I remember. What was that dating show where like you couldn't see each other and you had to get to know each other? Oh, <laughs> um, oh, love is blonde. Wait, no, oh, I uh, guess there's a new one now, but it used to be the oh, whatever it was, it'll come back to me. It's from when Sean and I were young. Go ahead. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, but you know, younger, so younger, Sean, younger, Sean, younger, younger, that's right, younger. chronologically but uh, you know um September 11th the entire city was turned into a massive memorial right yeah people were hugging each other people were crying I remember I remember crying on the street with a stranger who asked me directions it was such a powerful group experience you know and any kind of disaster a hurricane or a blackout we all bond together physically here we can't do that. Yeah, we don't have the connection. People heal through contact. I firmly believe that relationships are the only thing that heal a person. Whether it's with a therapist or a group group member, fellow group member, a relationship, a curative experience is what heals someone. In this situation, we can't, we've lost, We can't have contact with people. So worried about the mental health fallout from this. Uh, that people the people that isolate themselves are actually one patient said to me, this is like a dream come true, but it's, it's augmenting the worst parts of his personality, yeah. uh, you know, hoarding and isolating. So, uh, using zoom or using a video conferencing or having the connections, it's all we have right now. Yeah. It's all I, uh, got, you know, I, I FaceTime my mother and father in Florida and they're in their nineties. And this is a great, you know. I chip off the old blog. I FaceTime my mother and right away she puts the phone to her ear. So I'm I'm looking at her ear. My father
0: texted my brother the other day and asked him for his phone number.
2: So, (laughs) (laughs) So, so, (laughs) But even I have to tell you, seeing my mother's ear under these conditions was a relief. You know, so I'm with you, Anisha. It's not perfect. It's not ideal, but it's all we have. And it's honestly pretty damn good.
0: Yeah, I do. I, I keep forgetting that people aren't here and that people have been, are stuck in different places. And when you were saying that you have group members in Boston and a group member in the Czech Republic and what a gift it is to be able to give them that consistency of those relationships so that we don't have to mourn that loss as well.
2: Right, and, right? and think of that that father in bed with the the, the chance that he could bring into his room 11 group members and relate to them. It's really, we don't, we, this technology is really extraordinary in that regard. Really, really extraordinary. And the Czech Republic woman, she came across clear as a bell. I mean, there she <laughs> was. Talk, technology. You know, I, but
0: I could like, Oh my oh. goodness! You're calling me from oh. like a long distance phone call. Oh, yes.
2: you know what a long distance. This was a long distance phone call for me. My father calling the transatlantic operator. No, the operator <laughs> who connects you to the transatlantic operator, who no one can hear. What? It's like the the dome of silence. And get smart. Like what? I can. You know, hello. And thirty <laughs> minutes later, we're connected to Italy. And then the line breaks or, you know, you lost the connection. So when Chief popped up, stuck in the Czech Republic, waving and smiling, I was like, oh my God, this is Star Trek to me.
0: (laughs) 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 What about new members? I know that like right now... As you said earlier, like get it, you have to take people hostage and get them in groups so that they know, they feel the benefit, they get the benefit of it. Do you think you'll be adding new members at this time?
2: Well, you know that's the big debate. I've been talking about. You know, about
0: it. Anisha is going to start group in three weeks, okay. so I want to make sure you're taking new new people.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, uh, with a, with a Zoom group, the therapist has to be more active. You have to be more engaged. You have to be really. I get, I'm really studying the reactions of each group member and much quicker responding than I would in person. So I may say like, Anna, what was that thought? I just saw something or, or, or Charlie, you're very quiet. What are you, are you holding back some sort of judgments? Like I have to be very active. And I think a new member, if they've had some therapy and if they're, they game, you know, for growth and it's in the group process, absolutely. They can jump right in.
0: You heard that right, Anisha?
1: I did. So I'm wondering <laughs> what is it like when you add new members to the existing groups? Like cause they already have their community, right? Like how do they feel when you add someone new? That's right.
2: <laughs> well, the groups sort of they could become enmeshed, right? It mm-hmm. becomes more of friendships, paid friendships. It becomes a support group. It becomes people that are alone. Group becomes a substitute other relationships, to me, not interested in running those groups whatsoever. They tend to be very boring. There's not a lot of risk taken. There's not a lot of emotional intimacy. But, uh, and they're substituting group for life, which is totally in reverse. And here's where I totally forgot your question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it's adding new members into oh, the group.
2: new members. You, yeah. Right. So thank you, thank you. See, Diana keeps me <laughs> on vi- she keeps me on toy. I'm right,
0: here. I'm right here with
2: you, Sean. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, so for me, if a group is focused on growth, if it's present, is it's working in the here and now and it's interactive, I never have a problem adding new members. And I always take the heat, right? Diana, you take yeah, the heat. you, yeah, you, you take, take the heat. It, uh, you 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 say like uh if someone says, Oh, they make me uncomfortable or Something about you I don't trust. I say, well, this is you react to all new people this way. And I'll say to the new person, don't pay any attention to her. She's paranoid. You know, so, um, so you, you insulate and protect the new member as they integrate. But if the group is really moving forward, more often than not, people are are welcoming new people because it's another experience. It's another, they bring another energy to the group, you know, and that's why you want your groups to be as diverse as possible.
0: Mm -hmm. I was thinking that very thing. Like if you, when you add a new member to a group that it really is interested in progressing, then that group is excited right they're excited to build that other relationship to a new person they're excited to see what the dynamic in the group is going to be like you get excited to see what parts of yourself are going to shift right like as a group member you're like okay let's see let's bring this person in and let's see that's what That's right
2: happens. that's right exactly yeah. and people don't even you know in terms of diversity as a group leader or having group you have to have your mind on that all the time because many years ago i I had groups that were stagnating and the more i looked at the groups that were stagnating they were they weren't diverse enough they were people with same backgrounds same (laughs) socioeconomic levels same 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 uh and the groups got really boring and i had to aggressively advocate for diversity you know or the people if i have uh let's say one of my groups i had this uh really wonderful dynamic uh woman still in group uh, who's asian and i would say to her do you how is it being the only person of color in this group doesn't make a difference doesn't matter to me been this way my whole life then i found another uh woman from one one was she was from china other ones from korea other ones from philippines and when they joined the group she just exploded she was so happy to see them she felt so comforted by their presence so even people will downplay the importance of diversity but i'm sure you've seen this diana the minute you put someone in a group that has more uh in line culturally with another member it the the members feel more they feel safer they They feel feel more yeah able to say things and reveal things that they wouldn't do with a lack of diversity in the group
0: what do you think it indisha?
1: Okay, I wanna stay on groups, but I kinda of wanna switch over in a way, right? Like so when I was reading your bio, I know that you do a lot of work with parents. I know right now, you know, parents may be on a verge of nervous breakdowns out here, right? Like so are you going to be starting any new parenting workshops, knowing that most parents are doing a lot of juggling with working from home, homeschooling, you know, what's going yeah.
2: on? Oh man, it's such a nightmare. Can you imagine? I I ever I, I <laughs> I have a patient who has a a two-year-old, a five-year-old, and a three-month-old. And suddenly, (sighs) her husband's working from home. She's got three kids. She's trying to homeschool. She was working part-time. It's a small space. It's just, I don't know how people do it. It's it's just a lot, you know. So I usually go out and do workshops in the schools Mm -hmm. pretty regularly. And, uh, one of the schools called and, you know, of course they're all canceled. So one said, Hey, can we do this as a zoom workshop?
1: <laughs> yeah. And I
2: said, Oh, you know, now with my new zoom, you know, I now I'm the master of technology. I said, well, <laughs> of course, mere mortal, we can do that. Uh, and so actually, uh, I have the first, group we're scheduling in a week or two and it will be meeting with all the parents in the school so usually my workshops hover anywhere they can be as as low as 12 people or as many as 150 they'll be asking me questions and about their situation and I think that will again I'll be in their home with them at that for that hour and a half I think it's, it will be a good substitute.
0: Oh, that's so great that you're going to do that. You might want to make sure that they limit the number of people because all of those parents need, are going to be looking for you. You're going to get like yeah, yeah. 500 people. If Yeah, it will be a lot. Yeah, that, yeah. That's so great that you're still able to give that workshop and be able to be there for the parents because I know parents are... I was talking to, I actually was on somebody else's podcast this week talking um, parents and politics, mm-hmm. and uh, it was the podcast, but we, um, Diana, the host, and I, Diana, were talking about tips on for parents and what to do right now, and my whole takeaway was that for parents just to be as gentle with themselves as possible, because you've been asked to take on a new role that is just you were you were definitely not prepared for it wasn't what like they were like hey yeah. go get your graduate degree in education and we're going to send your kids home for 3 months it was hey tomorrow your kids are staying home all day and so are you and you're going to be a teacher
2: it's really, and the Zoom, that, that wasn't my idea either. I thought, well, the workshops are canceled, so much for that. And then they, <laughs> the school came up with the idea of a Zoom group. And so, as you can see, I'm, sl- I'm a slow learner.
0: Um, do you think any of your groups or any of the work that you're doing right now on Zoom will continue when uh, we get to go back outside? That,
2: that remains to be seen, you know, and when will we go back inside? I mean, God. You know, I, the idea of locking 12 people in a room for 90 minutes with a little ventilation, I don't know when that's going to feel comfortable again. Right. I think what opened my eyes to about the technology is that if, when people left group in the past, the woman I'm working with, who moved to Georgia to do some social action work there. She's gone. She's gone. She loses the group. She loses, you know, those relationships. Now I'm thinking like, Hey, is there a way? With technology, that she could continue the working group while she transitions to this new lifestyle, which is going to be full of, you know, challenges. So I'm thinking that through.
0: Oh yeah, that's an interesting thought. I wonder if we could have we can have Zoom groups, we can have hybrid groups, we can have in-person groups. But it will. You're right. I think that getting when we do transition back to going to the office, that it will there will be a slow burn on that. Like people are going to come back and trickle back slowly we're gonna watch people stay on the video and then start to trickle back into the full content contact with other yeah i think and i I, and i really hope that that i i hope that for people's mental health that's how it happens
2: yeah i could see individually people sure come on back we can we (laughs) can manage that space but with groups it's a lot of people in a small space so We'll have to see.
1: Let me ask you this, Sean. Um, what advice do you have for people getting into a group right now? Right? Because I think that people are longing to be connected to other people since we are mm-hmm. social distancing. What What, what mm-hmm. advice would you give to someone who was um, just getting started with a group right now?
2: Well, uh, you mean they're... they're, they're- they're like like a new a group. group.
1: Yeah. They're considering a group. Cause they're looking for some connection because yeah.
2: they heard you on
0: this podcast and they're like, Oh my goodness. I think the group is the first thing I want to do right now. And, but we're <laughs> right, still in. Time. Right. As
1: I have <laughs> to say, right. As I sit here with you group sounds really interesting, right? Like, I don't know if I'm going to go out and join a group now, but yeah. So what advice would you give to people who were like looking for a group right now?
2: Uh, I would say, you know what I always like, I like people to, if they're, they're trying a therapist, I would mm-hmm. say, like, yeah, you know, see at least two or three people before you decide. You okay. know, uh, so with a group, I'm sort of, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sort of, I am, I'm a soft sell person. There are people out there like, you're joining a group. I need a three month commitment. I need ten <laughs> sessions in advance. I need to sign this contract. Uh, nice. Most people. I, I say, like, you know what? Come check the group out. If it's for you, you'll know. If not, we'll talk about other options. And sometimes people will sit in on two or three different groups before they they make that decision. Yeah, that's what I would say. Just take it one session at a time. You know, jumping into a group shouldn't be a long term commitment. You'll know. I really
0: like that you can that you let them test out different groups. I mean, I know that I have. A, we've talked about this before. With like when I when I start seeing new patients, I have a three date rule that they should come and see me at least three times. Just to get like a sense of the relationship, because you start to build the relationship, and I like that it the, there's a soft sell into getting yeah. into your groups.
2: Yeah, yeah, and, and you have to have you know when Lou Ormont, Doctor Lou Ormont, you know that name.
0: I do know that name, Doctor Lou. Yes,
2: uh, he uh, he was the founder of really American group psychotherapy. So this epic figure in history who launched his groups in the fifties. And, you know, exclusively groups at a time where a group was not even considered a serious modality. But uh, he said to me when I was starting out, he said, well, if you want to have a group practice, you should launch at least five groups at once. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 and uh. that, that was my yeah. reaction. You know, yeah. Because he said, you want a group. We want people to have options. You want a group for whoever walks through the door. And once my practice got rolling. It was really true because I could have the perfect group on Monday night, but that person works on Monday nights. So maybe the Thursday night we'll try. Or I put teenagers often with some super mature teenagers, I put them right in the college group and they fit like a glove.
0: You know, they just
2: don't relate to other teenagers. So by having this sort of broad spectrum of choices, I can find a group that fits that person's needs without having to compromise like, oh, this is my only group. So I'm going to make it work. Uh, You know, I I like to find the group that fits best. And then the treatment unfolds really smoothly after that.
0: I kind of want to join your group, Sean. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I could, well, maybe we could co-facilitate a group. I'm having all these fantasies, but I don't want to be in the group with Anisha because I won't be able to tolerate my own envy of your relationship. Uh. These are the words, this is the language that I learned in group.
2: So, <laughs> I mean, and I, I'm getting triggered right now. By <laughs> Jealousy. I'm feeling defensive, and now I, I'm—I have to feel like I have to like hide my affection for Anisha when I'm in front of no, you. No, it's
0: okay. I'm going to
2: be in a different group. I want you to okay. have a
0: full relationship with
1: Anisha. Oh, that's so, so kind.
2: Sean,
0: that's so kind. For the for
1: the therapists that are listening, do you
2: train therapists to run group? Is that something else that you do? No, you know Diana does that very well. <laughs> way. <laughs> way, way better than me. I, 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 I wish I was a better supervisor. I wish I was a better trainer. I'm just, I'm just not that guy. I get impatient with people. I, I get <laughs> irritable. I, my, this is my supervision. <laughs> just do it, okay? Just that's, do that's it. it. That's yeah, it. That's my entire forty five <laughs> minutes. You know, so I'm, I'm not. I'm not that person. Just, I'm going to
0: give you three things to do. Just do what I tell you because it works for me. It'll work for you.
2: That's right. Uh, so <laughs> if anyone wants to learn group, I'll send them to Diana. Uh, if everyone wants to be in group as a therapist, I'll so they have the group any, experience.
0: Yes, I will send them to Sean. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. That's
2: true. That's
0: true. So we are getting to the end. So now, Sean, oh. I, I know been so nice. (laughs) Adnisha and I have been, you know, we're new at this. So we've been, we've been practicing the end, the ending, and we are coming up with some questions. So we're trying to, we're trying to find two questions that we can end the show with. This is where Adnisha comes in. She comes in often, but she asks the questions. So I gave her some hints this week (laughs) on ideas for questions. So we're going to see what, what this week's questions are. Okay. Okay,
1: Sean. Here we go. So I got two questions for you. So your, my first question is, how were you kind
2: today? How was I kind today? Kind. Yeah. Oh, kind. Oh.
1: It's only okay. twelve thirty, so it's pretty early in the day, but yeah. who <laughs> uh,
2: Well, I guess my first act of kindness this morning was uh, I had a yoga class with my wife, and our kids are, you know, stuck home and. And she had some stuff and I said, oh, I'll set up the living room, do what you got to do. And so I moved the table and set up the computer and put down the yoga mats and got everything ready. So I think, you know, maybe I'm looking to have a little sex later. I don't know. But it was, (laughs) it was, but I mean, it was.
0: You it was an act of kindness. You know, in the moment, we don't know. We don't know in what the, the, the unconscious drive was, but <laughs> in the moment, it was an act <laughs> of kindness. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> not so. That drive is not so unconscious. Conscious. It's pre-conscious. <laughs> it's on the verge of consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question number two. I hope that was satisfying. <laughs> that I, I just was, blew my was relationship. Amazing. Asian, by the way. It was
0: amazing. No, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe. It, it, um, she could be more intrigued now. We're gonna find I know, out.
2: I know. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> you guys
0: will find out on your second date. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, Sean.
1: What is your favorite?
2: you hear favorite that? Tone? 90s jam. Wait a minute. I had this. Did you hear that tone? I've lost her. I feel like I've lost her. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. What is your favorite <laughs> 90s jam?
2: Uh, mm. I would have to say strawberry. Um,
0: no, 90s jam. <laughs> 90s. Oh, Little. we do like jam, like marmalade jam. He's <laughs> doing <laughs> strawberry jam. No, Sean, <laughs> this is this is like the technology question. Wait, Let me jam. google. I'm gonna do music.
2: Go music. I'm gonna go on the Google. Jam. Music.
0: What's song. your favorite
2: song in yeah. the 90s? Oh, good god. I the '90s was that a long time ago? That makes me feel like. Sean, come on! I I really stopped at Motown, to be honest with you. I'm
1: done with you. That's <laughs> <No> it.
2: <kidding.
0: laughs> You're gonna have to Google Google '90s music. Wait, what is a '90s? Date?
2: What would be a '90s music? What would be like what U2 or something or? Yeah. Sure. I mean, (laughs) when when I was working in the schools, I mean, Hot 97 never was off. If that's is that nineties, it (laughs) never went off. (laughs) Never went off
1: in the nineties.
2: Yeah, Hot 97
0: was did exist in the nineties.
1: So whatever was on the radio or rap song, right? Like, yeah, nineties.
2: Yeah, yeah, they were, and a lot of the elementary school kids did their best to teach me how to rap and how to dance. And I think they're probably (laughs) still in therapy as a result.
0: Your answers are brilliant. Um, thank you so much for being with us today and totally keeping it real. Um, and thank and you. Where, this
2: is great. I'm this so was ha-
0: So great. Where can people find you?
2: Well, you know, there's two things I want to say. Uh, well, you can find me at SeanGrover.com and you can find me. And from there, you can jump off to Psychology Today or any of these platforms that I'm on. Uh, but there's this new site that just got launched like within a month or two ago. It's called Herd. Helloherd.com. It's a clearinghouse for group therapy so you oh. can go to that site and enter in what you're looking for like i have a uh a creative artist group which is mostly it meets during the daytime noon on wednesdays which is mostly writers and actors and musicians because they can't come to night groups and uh, i call that my creative life group uh so if you went to like helloherd.com and entered creativity and group my group may pop up there so diana i was gonna send you i'll text you about this but that's a uh, I think they're going to take off. It's a really great site. Uh, You want to? Yeah, you're going to
0: you're going to find be her circles on there by the end of the day. I think.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I can introduce you. I'll introduce you to the guy launching it. But it's a great idea. It's a great idea. You can always find me out there. You can find me just Google me. Just Google. (laughs) Just use the Google. Just use the Google.
0: Okay. Well, thank you so much. We are going to stop here, and we'll see you next week. Thank you, Sean.
2: Thank you, Anisha.
0: Thank you for listening to the Be Real Podcast. Stay connected to us and subscribe to Be Real wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are feeling it, how about a five-star review? If our conversation sparked a question, join us in the Be Real podcast Facebook group. We hope that you have walked away with some new insights, curiosities, and ideas to better help you on your journey to mental wellness and overall well-being. I encourage you to go to BeWellPsychotherapy.com and check out our services and programs. Again, that's BeWellPsychotherapy.com. Okay, we have to stop here, but I'll see you next week.